0: President, welcome back to North Dakota. Thank you for being here, sir. Congratulations on the job numbers. Wages going up. I want to start with President Barack Obama speaking in Illinois today about the midterms. Right. A couple of things he said and get your reaction to One, he said the crazy things coming out of the White House. Two, he suggested that you're using fear to divide America in order to hold power. Your reaction is what?
1: Well, I sort of watched that speech and I must tell you I sort of dozed off. I dozed off watching him. I've always sort of dozed off watching him. Uh, He's trying to make a comeback because the Democrats are really in shambles. They've gone so far left that I think even he can't handle it. Uh, We are so proud of the economy. The economy was going down. Had the Democrats gotten in, instead of being up 4.2, I think you would have been down 4.2. That's how bad it was. You understand that, Chris. It was going totally in the wrong direction. The White House is really doing a great job. We are a, I said last night jokingly, but meaning it, we are a well-oiled machine. You look at what we're doing on trade, you look at what we're doing for the economy, you look at now even North Korea came out with a very big statement yesterday, you saw that and about (coughs) President Trump. It was a real positive. Uh, The last days of Obama, a lot of people thought we'd be in a war with North Korea. You look at what we're doing against terrorism and uh, of course the big tax cuts and regulation. Uh, so many of your people, i just saw some of your business leaders, and They would just tell me all from all over north dakota, They're saying their businesses are doubling and tripling Because of what we've done in regulation, which i think is just As important as the tax cuts and the tax cuts. So. Uh, We've set something that really is going to be in motion for a long time, unless it gets disturbed by a foolish election.
0: I want to get your reaction to this as well. I know you take a lot of pride in the unemployment numbers that you've created. Since 1970, we've had nine times, nine months, unemployment below 4% for those on your watch. Today, Barack Obama said that Oh, let me remind you, the unemployment numbers have been like this since 2015 and 2016, essentially saying, hey, don't give President Trump the credit. Remember what I did. Your reaction?
1: Well, they weren't like this, and also he was going from a much lower base I took over. If you look at him from the Great Depression forward, he had the worst improvement of anybody percentage-wise of any president in modern-day history. Uh, It was not much of a rally, and we have a major rally going on right now in terms of jobs, in terms of, I think even in terms of world recognition, going beyond anything else. The world respects our country now. They didn't respect our country when he was running it. They were laughing at our country. We're making great trade deals now, and we're making fair trade deals, but we're making them good for us. And we didn't have that. Have you looked at NAFTA? Mexico was taking out $100 billion a year. Canada was taken out $58 billion a year, at least, by the way, at least. Now we're making the deals fair. Uh, all over the world, we're with China, and that's going to work out very well for us. We're with the European Union, that's going to work out very well. If you look at your farmers, you look at your people sending things into the European Union or sending them into China, you couldn't get them in. We're going to clear up those problems. So. Uh, we had a 4.2, it was lifted up to 4.2, it was adjusted upwardly as you saw last week. Uh, and that's now, uh, it was from 4.1, they lifted it up to 4.2. I think next quarter is going to be fantastic. And you're right, no matter where I go, people are thanking me. A lot of the people here I just arrived and they're saying, thank you for saving our country. Thank you for, they really mean it too. I mean, I had a man come up to me who's a strong, tough guy. And he had tears coming down his eyes, and he said, thank you, Mr. President, for saving our country. People mean it, and I understand exactly what they say, because we were going in the wrong direction. And all you have to do is look at these Democrats running for office with open borders, and we're going to pay for everybody's education, meaning from other countries. They're going to walk in illegal immigrants, education, health care we have a country we have to be able to afford we have to be able to take care of our own people
0: last question about uh, president obama sure he also said that you should stop politicizing the justice department here's my question for you i'm assuming you've seen these fisa warrants have you
1: uh, i have not seen them no i have not
0: so i'm assuming you've seen some uh, confidential classified information well, what I have can you seen- can you say that barack obama did Did he politicize the Justice Department against your campaign?
1: Oh, I think so. I think absolutely. And I think his whole group is uh, a disgrace, what they did to my campaign. And I can tell you this. All you have to do, you don't have to see anything. All you have to do is watch fair news. Fair news, not fake news. And you'll see what's going on. And look what's actually now they're starting to go down, in my opinion. They're finally starting to go down. What they did with respect to my campaign is a Mm -hmm. disgrace. And what they did with respect to Hillary Clinton where they gave her a pass on everything that was so serious, the things that they did, when you, uh, when you get rid of 33,000 emails, when you do the kind of things that they were doing on that campaign, also probably you could include Bernie Sanders in that whole thing, but when they did to me, whether it's surveillance or a much stronger term, because I believe it was a much stronger term than that, and a lot of other people do, no. Nobody politicized the Justice Department more than Barack Obama.
0: Strong statement. Also breaking news on Air Force One, you said, hey, uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions should investigate who wrote this anonymous op-ed to the New York Times. Yeah, I think he should. If, If he doesn't investigate it, will you fire Jeff Sessions finally? Well,
1: we're gonna look and see what happens. I think it's a national security matter. They should look at it. They should look at it very strongly, and we should find out who it is, because why should we live with somebody in the White House who is really subversive in a sense. I mean, if you look at it, it really is subversive. So we'll take a look at that and we'll take a very good strong look. We'll find it, eventually we're gonna find the person. Now I can say at a high level, it's not gonna be, you're not gonna find it. In fact, all of our top people have come out with letters saying, this is disgraceful. And you know, it would be really hard for them to do that and then all of a sudden it's found out that
0: it's them. So uh, we're gonna find out who it is. So you won the presidency on your gut You've talked about how you've got great gut instincts. Well,
1: no, I don't talk about that, but other people do. I okay. mean, I have but you heard that. Agree you've got good I don't talk. Instincts. Well, I guess I do, but hey, I won the presidency. So what I want
0: to know is when you when you first saw this New York Times piece in your gut, who's the first person that came to your head that wrote it?
1: Well, I could think of four or five, uh, mostly uh, people that either I don't like or respect, but they're there because in some cases they have to be governmentally, uh, meaning they're protected. You know, we have a lot of people that are protected and a lot of people call those people bad names uh but i I thought of two or three or four people uh people that uh i haven't really no i don't want to name them but but we'll see sometimes those people turn out to be the opposite you know you think maybe they could be the one and they turn out to be extremely straight but the fact is that uh, we'll find this person you don't want to have that going on I, i will say that whole issue is reverberating in the opposite direction. People think it's disgusting that the New York Times would do that. They think it's absolutely disgusting that they would do such a thing because unless you know who it is, you can't, it's a one-way street. They can say something about you. Now, when we find out that this is a failed person in so many different ways, you know, you can fight it back very easily. Like the book, it's a discredited book already. Everybody came out, almost everybody came out (coughs) where there are quotes like General Kelly, uh, General Mattis, uh, so many different people. They came out, and they really hit the book hard because they didn't say the things that it was attributed. But when you have somebody where it is anonymous and you take a look at, you know, what's going on, that's a really unfair situation. So we'll figure it out. Eventually it's going to come out. I would hope that you and your all of your brilliant reporters all over the country, and maybe the world will figure it out probably before I do. Well,
0: I can say the people here in the heartland are upset because we feel like we're having the will of the people thwarted and your agenda thwarted. One couple more questions, sir. Um, I know Representative Meadows and Representative Jordan are calling on you to release these FISA documents. Are you going to do that? And if so, when?
1: The answer is, uh, first of all, a lot of respect for those guys, and we're looking at it right now. I've just given it to the lawyers. We're looking at it very strongly, and we might very well do it. because. We have to get to the bottom of all of this corruption from the past administration. That was
0: corruption. Two questions, sir. One, in March you tweeted out, trade wars are good and they're easy to win. Right now our farmers, it's not good for them and it's not easy for them. Well, it's not
1: bad for them because if you look at, as an example, soybeans, They dropped 50 percent five years before my election. They came down 50 percent, and now they're about the same as what I was talking about and when we came out with tariffs. We have to open up other countries, like China. They take advantage of us. and Canada, they take advantage of us, and many places take advantage. So we're not going to let people take advantage. The farmers are great. They're on my side. They voted for me. They have trust in me. They have faith in me. I will follow through. Just give me a little time, a little time, and if you push it too hard, we won't be able to make the right deal. But Canada's in the White House right now, they're negotiating. Remember, we're the bank that everybody wants to rob. And in this case, it's other countries. But we're the bank that they all want to rob, and I don't want them to rob. And I want my farmers to have open markets so they can sell their product in those open markets.
0: Last question, sir. You broke a record here today raising over a million dollars in one day for this campaign. There's people out there, you and I both know, so those independent, undecided voters are going to win this race for one of these U.S. Senate candidates. For the people on the fence, why should they vote for Kevin Kramer over Senator Heidi Heitkamp?
1: i just tell you that uh, Heidi, who I've gotten to know a little bit, will always vote for Schumer and Pelosi. It's very simple. That's not our agenda. That's not the people of North Dakota. That is not the agenda that we want to hear about. That's open borders. That's crime coming in. That's, you know, giving money to everybody that doesn't deserve the money. That's so many different things that the people of North Dakota don't want. Kevin Kramer is a winner. They know him. He's been representing you for a long time. He's got a substantial lead because everybody loves him. He's a very special guy, and he loves this state, and he loves the people. And he's going to be voting for Second Amendment things. He's going to be voting for the things that we need, including judges. Right now, we have a great judge. Now, Heidi may vote for it because she's going to be forced to vote for it, but I'll guarantee you, if we were losing, she wouldn't vote. She'll only vote if we're going to win, if we don't need her. But Kevin will vote for what's right, and Kevin is going to vote for what's right also for the people of North Dakota. So you have an incredible candidate. He's going to be one of the great senators.
0: Mr. President, thank you for being here. God bless you, sir. We're praying for you. Thank you very much.